Welcome to the Business Addicts Podcast, where the stakes are high, talk is cheap, and results are on the other side of commitment. Hosted by a former addict, myself, and I'm his wife, Jamie. We uncover addicts' mindsets, showing that the talents you've created in your struggle will be the superpowers you leverage to heal your deepest wounds. Listen to former addicts share stories of how they've flipped the switch, including insights into how much we can believe in ourselves. For those of you affected by addiction, we support your desire to help the addict in your life by raising the stakes and creating emotional barriers. Hello and welcome back to the Business Addicts Podcast. Today, like every episode, we have a treat. The reason is because, you know, we pick the people to get a, that are on here and we have fun doing this podcast. But it's a little special because Katie Escobar, who I'm going to be introducing you to in this podcast and who's here with me right now, is a Belief Crew coach. So that means that she's using her life experience and and uh, everything that she's learned about the method she's using to help people within a family of coaches with Belief Crew. So I'm excited about that. You've also coached me. You've also worked with me, and that that, I, that is also very special. Appreciate everything you've helped me with. And we're going to demonstrate a little more of that today. So let's get started. Katie, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what what it is that you do? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me today, Kevin. I know when we were talking about doing this, it just, it seemed really impactful to show your audience a little bit about, you know, the process in, in which I work. And then the even more exciting part is that they can receive the work that we do today. So we're just trusting that it's like, whatever comes up is going to be perfect and it's going to be impactful for whoever does listen to this. So my name is Katie Escobar. Like you said, um, I live in Burnsville, Minnesota with my husband and two little girls, they're five and three. And I use the theta healing method in my, in my coaching business. But like, like you had mentioned too, when we were chatting, like it's not so much about the technique, but it's about how you use that technique. And so I'm just finding, settling into my rhythm and really making it mine and using my intuitive gifts to tap into what is driving the, the behavior or the, the scenario in your life that you want to change. And then also, I mean, I just love more than anything. I love to create safe spaces for others to be vulnerable. What we had also talked about today is showing up and being vulnerable. And it's a little vulnerable for me to be here because this is the first thing that I've done publicly where I'm sharing my my purpose to build a business that really supports men in their transformation. So I guess we'll maybe talk a little bit more about that today too, and just explore and dig in and see what comes up. And then I'm looking forward to whatever work comes up for you. I'm sure we'll, we're going to demonstrate a lot of the different things that are special to you and are, are your gift. And uh, I, I did want to just mention, yeah, one thing we were chatting about earlier is we have different methods that we learn and they are important. They're part of what we do. But really, as anyone, we I, I feel like in order to help someone else, the safest way that I know how to do that is to be intuitive, you know, to be connected to God and to really be connected to ourself and aware of our own gifts and be aware of our calling, like you described. And some, some of those things are uncomfortable, as we've, I think, both of us have understood that you know, the, our calling is is maybe 
where we have to pay the price. When we when we understand what it is, then we have to pay that price to to step into it, and and it can be a little scary. And so, I'm really excited to see how you're doing that, Katie, and how you're. I mean, you've already helped me. Like you've mm-hmm. you've helped me. I'm a guy. I qualify, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so we're going to demonstrate that a little bit today. And and this is absolutely amazing that other people listening can actually you know, tap into this and like say yes to this work. So yeah, let's, let's get started and, and have some fun with this. That sounds good. Yeah. And so just I'll, and I'll remind the listeners, you know, here and there, but anytime that I ask Kevin to say yes, to receive the work, whoever is listening to this at any point in the future can just say yes at the same time to receive it as well. Very good. Uh, is there something you want to start with or do you want me to just share what I'm thinking about? I would love for you to share what you're thinking about. So one thing that I'm really focused on right now is, you know, my own mindset. At times I work with people that are resisting, like we have the different stages of our work together. Usually when we first start working, it's because they really have something big they want me to help with. And then as we continue on, I have to maintain that attitude of believing in them. And even when they're kind of resisting the work, you know, really believing in their best self and and being there for them. And as I've been focused on how to do that in a deeper way, I've started to see kind of a picture of, of the my or I guess is the only word I can think of. I could explain what I see, but what's most important is just the God has kind of told me that sometimes I cover that up and the light that is there, that it's like I'm not sharing it completely. So I'd like to start there and see where it takes us. Wow, that sounds just like probably something going on in me. Yeah, let's definitely start there. Just a little a little tiny bit of my backstory with this. Um, ever since the beginning of the year, maybe a little before the start of the year, it was just very clear like a focus on visibility and being visible. But I believe when you say that, it resonates with me that there's a part in my core that I'm hiding as well. So I would love to get that visual from you. Okay. So I don't know the word for this. So this is might sound funny to some people, but if we go, I don't know, have you ever heard of the book or listened to the book, The Hobbit? I haven't. No, not in its entirety. Okay. So there's a concept. I'll just describe it because I don't know the word. When I was having this conversation with God, he just kind of said, you can design what you feel, meaning what do you feel is there? And what came was just this there's a a stone that's called like the heart of the mountain and I forget what it's called. They they came up with some name. It doesn't really matter. It was a fictitious book, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's a stone that's like white. It's got white light coming out from it. And that was just a really good visual for me. And then underneath that is in my case is like blue sapphires. It has a lot to do with connection and love and being being there for others. And so but then the visual that I had was like of black earmuffs being over top of that and not fully being available to others. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, so I'm going to take this information and now I'm just going to connect to, uh, to God and the divine and see where we want to start with our work on this. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting just, and this is um, part logic even, but so the earmuffs, that would signify to me something, even a relationship, something to do with hearing. Uh, oh, I think it's what's coming out is like hearing your own inner voice. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And do you want a muscle test for yourself? 
I I prefer you to do it. I like it when you do it. Yeah, yeah. So just a little, uh, if anyone's interested, you can look up YouTube videos on muscle testing. I won't go into it here, but you can use any body in or any muscle in the body to get a yes or a no response from the subconscious. And so, and I'm going to surrogate muscle test for Kevin. So yes, no, I am Katie. No, I am Kevin. Yes. It's a sin for me to hear my inner voice. Yes. So there we go. That is a great starting point. And so then what I'm going to do now, Kevin, I want to guide you through the asking those four questions around that, that it's a sin for you to hear your Mm -hmm. inner voice. And then we can dig into that. So what we want to do is we want to completely collapse. You could say collapse this belief system. Um, So by asking those four questions, we're just going to pull up any associated beliefs that we need to remove in order to bring the whole thing down. So yeah, you're already likely up on the seventh plane, but just for the benefit of listeners, I'm going to do the meditation to guide you up to the seventh plane, just if you want to experience that. Well, Mm -hmm. so you can close your eyes and visualize a bright white ball of light in your crown. It's going to go down through your body, down through your feet, into the core of the earth, back up, up through your feet, back up through your body. And then when it's back in your crown, you'll just visualize yourself stepping into it. Then it's going to go up through the top of your head, up, up, up through the atmosphere, through the universe, passing through all the different layers of light. You'll come to a thick jelly-like substance with different colors of the rainbow. You're going to go past and through all of that, past and through the pink mist, which is the law of compassion. And then off to your right, you'll see an entrance, which is the entrance to the seventh plane. So you'll go through that door or entrance. And now you're here on the seventh plane, surrounded by the light the energy of unconditional love. So it's that bright white tingly light. And it maybe would be kind of like that light that you described in that core, in your core, Kevin. I do believe that each of us have at our core, this light of unconditional love. It's the light of creation. So now it's safe for you to step out of your little ball of light and let yourself become one with this energy of unconditional love. And so at this point, we're just going to ask the questions around this belief. So the first question, Kevin, is when did this start? That it's a sin for you to hear your inner voice. And you just let me know whatever comes to you. I would say two. Okay. And then I'll ask you to clarify, is that age two? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes there's a starting point before this lifetime. Mm -hmm. Just ask, is there any time that it started before? That's what I was going to ask was, is it in the womb, basically? In the womb. Okay. Um, And so now the next question about that it's a sin for you to hear your inner voice is what do you get out of this? Hmm. Uh, Something about, yeah, this is aligned with some other work I've done. Something like connected to believing that the world is dangerous, you know, so staying safe, I guess, something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. So it keeps you safe. Okay. And then the next question is what are you learning from this? From this discussion? Or from from this belief that it's a sin to hear your inner voice. What are you learning from this? Oh, okay. I'm learning that that it doesn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to specify that what doesn't work. That the belief gives me the opposite result of what I'm wishing for. Okay, okay. And are there any other gifts or lessons that you're getting from this belief? Yeah, I feel like there are some 
lessons for sure. Mm -hmm. And what are those? I've been learning to sing and, you know, without your voice and without it coming from deep within you, it's a lot harder. And I think that's a similar lesson with other things that when we have a belief like this, then everything's harder. It's a lot easier when we, when we don't have this type of belief. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's really a very cool way to look at it. I like that. Okay, so the and then just the last question is for God. So you just ask God, God, what do you want me to learn from this? Like from this belief. So by the way, just to I I feel things and then I have to put them into words. So I, what I feel is something like I mean, really, what He'd like me to learn is the value of my voice, the of what's mm. inside of me, and choosing to let it come. Right. Okay. So now your hard work is done. So now I get to ask what we need to shift around this and I'll tell you what comes. Okay. Well, we all always, almost always start with clearing what we refer to in the theta healing method as the free floating memories. And so that's the negative emotional charge around any trauma. So the original event was age two and then in the womb so we want to clear the free-floating memories around that and do forgiveness for yourself, for God, probably your mother, possibly father, and then anyone mm-hmm. else involved in that. And then, it, and also just change that belief that we were working on, which is it's mm-hmm. a sin for you to hear your inner voice. So let's start with that. And so anyone listening may have had their own answers come up about when this started for them. So this clearing will just apply to whatever it is that came up for you. And so, yeah, just, you can just say yes for that, Kevin. Yes. And then what's coming to me now is the connection between your voice Mm. and your heart. And so I want to do a healing on the connection between your voice and your heart. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like sign me up for that too. Um, So yeah, just say yes for that. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And anyone else listening, just say yes. And then what we're going to do is to just change anything that would prevent you. So if there are any other limiting beliefs that would prevent you from speaking from your heart and from your voice being born out of your heart, we're just going to change anything that would prevent your voice coming forth from your heart. So you can say yes for that. Yes. I also want to share... So I feel some of like some of this has been kind of in my gut type of feeling, and I am feeling um, a lightness between my heart, you know, the center of my chest and my gut, which is occasionally we get those feelings. It's not all the time, but it's interesting mm-hmm. when they happen. Right. Yeah. It is always it's well, I always tell my clients that you can witness work mm-hmm. being done in, in many different ways. But that's one of the like a beautiful way to witness is just by feeling things happening and shifting and energy shifting in your body. And that's a confirmation um, to you yeah. that things yeah. are actually changing. So did I say yes? I forget. Yep, you said yes. So I'm just going to ask what next uh, next is just to forgive your voice, forgive your heart, and forgive your gut. And if with that gut, it's kind of maybe your intuition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. So just say yes for that. Yes, yes. I want I want to share another thing too that yeah. Um, not to interrupt you, but I, I think that when you're working with 
someone that's working intuitively, you really, you, you feel something from their energy. And one thing you feel when working with Katie is just that enthusiasm about who she's working with and, and really the enthusiasm of what God is doing. Enthusiasm for healing. I don't know. You'll probably hear that in her voice, but I just wanted to share that. Mm, I'm glad, I'm glad you mentioned that because one of my gifts and it's just a gift given to me, you know, by God is that like, I really, the person that I'm working with, I can really just see their soul when I'm working with them. Mm-hmm. And it is, it's absolutely thrilling and it helps me to create space for whatever, whatever it is that they need to process through. Even like what you were saying at the beginning, like sometimes when your clients, if they're resisting the work in some way, then me having a vision vision of like their soul, their potential, it helps so much with mm-hmm. having compassion on any way that they might be resisting the work. Really, I really do. I love it. <laughs> and I love my clients. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah, I absolutely love my clients. Okay, so we'll see what comes next to work on. Uh, you know what? This is the belief that comes. Yes, no, it's a sin for my voice to be beautiful. Yes. Um, this sounds like it's going to help me a lot with singing. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's going to, it is um, just going to be like a external uh, manifestation, you know, physical manifestation of this work is your singing voice. Yeah. I'm going to see if there's anything else to change with that. It feels like there is. Oh, yes. No, it's a sin for my voice to be true. Yes. There's different ways to take that. I even, when you think about true, like on pitch, you might be able to carry a tune even Mm. better. But then like speaking your truth, or I believe this could manifest in two, Mm. in two ways, like your voice being true, speaking truth, or your voice being like on on pitch in alignment. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to change those two beliefs that it's a sin for my voice to be beautiful and it's a sin for my voice to be true. So just say yes to receive those changes. Yes. And then this is such a common one. I would just like to change this for anyone who's listening, that it's a sin for my voice to be heard. And Mm. then also just align everyone, you, everyone with the divine definition of voice um, and teach you, teach them, anyone listening, that it is safe, possible, how it serves them, what it feels like for their voice to be heard and and to be beautiful and true. So just say yes for all of that. Yes. Yeah. And I just want to point out this divine definition stuff is huge. Um, in any, any time where there's confusion, it seems like I, since I've started working with you, that I've been using that, you know, and it's really helped to see definitions words or to understand what they really mean mm-hmm. i don't know if you want to say right. more about would, that but it's been a big deal for me yeah yeah i would love to mention that just because i i was so like with the theta healing method i fully believe in becoming trained in it if it's something that you're at all called to um because there's so much there but i love to teach people simple things that, that you can just receive by asking through faith. Mm -hmm. And so if there's a word that, or a concept that you are kind of like butting up against or getting hung up on, the word sacrifice is a good one for me. Judgment was another one. You know, like some of those heavier words to ask for the divine definition, just ask your higher power that you receive the divine definition of that. And 
be prepared to have some breakthroughs around it because it, if yes. you ask in faith, you will receive and it is very powerful and helpful. Exactly. It's so ma- It's so amazing how much your mind can shift, you know, Yeah. in a few seconds. And it's like, oh, okay, now I get it. Right, right. It is beautiful. So, okay. So I'm going to just ask if there's more work to do around this for you, Kevin, see what comes. It really just feels like a heart healing and a soul retrieval around in this theme of being almost disconnected from your voice. And so just say yes okay. for that. Yes. And can you describe what a soul retrieval is? I've, I yeah. believe you've done that before, but I just, just for all of us. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the heart healing part of that is it's kind of self-explanatory. It's just commanding that God heal the broken heart yep. in that. And then the soul retrieval, I describe it this way. Anytime we go through traumatic events, our soul can become fragmented and we can leave parts of our soul around places or like give parts of our soul to another, take on a part of somebody else's soul. And so that soul retrieval part is really just commanding that those fragments, anything that was fragmented in this event, be returned, be healed, and anything that you're carrying of anyone else's be returned to them, wrapped in unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Feels very good. Good, good. Yeah, so I would love to have you just take a look at your core now, what you were um, Mm -hmm. telling about in the beginning, and just let me know. I want to know what what you see when you look at it now. Like I almost want to describe it as a napkin, but it was more like that that earmuff thing. So Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel that's there. I think to a certain extent, before we worked on it, I was kind of worried it would come back, Mm -hmm. and now it doesn't. It feels like it doesn't matter. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh, and it just makes me um it's not there. Bring it brings up something again to tell about you know what I love so much about using the theta healing method is that we're making changes at a cellular level and so the growth and transformation is so rapid because you're teaching it to your body at a cellular level or God mm-hmm. is teaching it to your body. And it's as if you've always been that way. And so it's like, it doesn't there, it just kind of collapses that, you know, where you, you have something you want to learn and then you go through that learning process to get to the end result. It really collapses that learning process because you're being taught it as if you already knew it, if you, as if you had yeah. always known it. So that's what I feel like you were describing right that's now. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. And I, I just wanted to, highlight like it's very close to I mean we have another coach on the podcast Serena that did that helped with hypnotherapy it's it just feels very close to that it's uh the seventh plane or whatever is happening mm-hmm. you feel very free from the impact and the emotion like some of the impact it's more like you're just working in a very safe space yeah and yeah it feels right it's very gentle good. it's very gentle um very loving so it's my turn to be vulnerable because there's something that still needs to shift for me around this work that we just did. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for mm-hmm. myself what it is and then see what comes up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I believe, it feels like it's maybe just this yes, no. Um, so I'm going to test for myself again. I am Katie. Yes. Yes. No, I'm obligated to contain my voice. Yes. So yeah, I was just feeling that like almost a pressure inside my torso. And so like mm. the container of it. Wow. So I'm just going to change that for myself and anyone else who's listening can say yes to receive that change. And then really, I feel like for myself and probably I'm sure for others listening, I really need to know that it's safe, possible, how it serves me and what it feels like for my voice to be free 
And so I'm just like when with all of those different things I just stated, asking that God teach that to me on a cellular level. So I'll be able Mm -hmm. to just step into like with ease an existence where my voice is free. So just you can say yes for that. Yes. Yeah. And that feels better for me now. Like I can feel the, my body has relaxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what guides, guides my work. Beautiful. Well, I, I, I believe that's complete for both of us, Kevin. All right. This is an example of one way to, to heal. You know, what, what we're talking about in this season is trauma. This is definitely a very powerful way of doing that. Katie is available on the Belief Crew site, but also we'll have information in the show notes about how to get a hold of Katie. I think one of the most amazing things to me is just how much work there is to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what we just did is a fairly advanced level of work, honestly, like from a lot of work that we've both received and been through, and there was still something for us to receive, right? And and it's like super critical for us right now. I feel like I, I'm more and more thankful for the, the fact that there's always something that, I mean, you'd think that that would be a terrible thing to be thankful for, but honestly, it's, it just feels very, I don't know. It, it, it feels good to be thankful. And it also just feels like it's so exciting that we get to go through life and learn things as we go that we desperately need. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? How, how would you interpret that? It really does. Yeah. There was a time when I was very frustrated with the fact that it was a never ending process, but it actually, yeah, it's actually very exciting and very, it's something to be very thankful for. And I guess what I've told my clients too, is that it goes from, you know, like when you first start, especially if you're dealing with severe trauma, you know, like I was, it kind of goes, it, at first you're like damage control, you know, Mm -hmm. we got to get through the get through the muck. And then it just shifts into the, like a beautiful growth focused uh, work that is very inspirational and um, really, yeah, something to be so thankful for. One other thing is coming through to me is to align the audience, whoever's listening with the divine definition of healing myself Hmm. and then teach the audience safe possible, how it serves and what it feels like to heal themselves and even just how to do that. So I'd love to do that for everyone, anyone who wants to say yes to it. Okay. Yes. (laughs) And then really, I mean, that is what I want. My part of my purpose in my business is to teach my clients how to heal themselves, how to open up that connection. So it's not like they're always going to be dependent on me, but I'm leading them into that. Mm. I say the divine energy of limitless creation (laughs) and limitless healing. As we were intended to be. Exactly. As we now have opportunity. Mm -hmm. I mean, because everything has been provided for us. Everything to set things right after we have sinned and done all of that through Jesus. And then it's like everything going forward is is provided, even the things we need to learn right now. Yeah, it's... All right. Well, I know you have to go. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate this. And I love that we're sharing it. And... um. It's just a, yeah. a great privilege. So thank you very much, Katie. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. This was truly a pr- privilege for me as well. So thank you. Yep. Enjoy that audience. And don't be afraid to say yes. I mean, certainly work through it. If, if there's a, a limit, like you don't want to say yes, or you don't want to be involved. We understand that sometimes that takes a little thinking and uh, whatever your choice is, but 
I would encourage you to try it. Say yes to something and see what happens. Then listen to it again and, and see if you want to do more. Anyway, hopefully that is interesting and, and inspiring for people to understand what the level of healing that we can do. Thank you for tuning in. And to stay in touch, email us at info at businessaddictspodcast.com.